When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Crypto Logic listeners? Welcome to episode 203 of the Crypto Logic podcast. Today is a very special episode for you guys. I got two guests on today. This is something that we planned a few months ago. Mr. Crypto Aaron and Mr. Invest in Life. They are a previous um, guest on the Crypto Logic podcast, and we have spoken about this, and finally it's here. Uh, this is the first of many to come where we have well this is the second of actually because we had one before with sage and uh crypto for change so this is another one where we have multiple guests uh my plan is to have on let's say like the brady bunch style <laughs> that's like 15 <laughs> of us but yeah how are you guys doing it's been a, it's been a while since we uh hopped on the podcast together like how's everything going with you guys i'm uh i'm good i've uh just been <clears throat> you know reading doing my due diligence and uh uh, dealing with inflation, so <laughs> yeah, I've been up to. Uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. You know, sitting same as Mason. You know, just dealing with this this whole market crashing and seeing all these players coming up and down. And yeah, it's definitely um a shock for me. You know, I think a lot of us, at least for me, maybe Mason as well, it's our first bull and bear cycle, I guess. So we're starting to see things fall off and come up. So yeah, definitely, I guess for me, just catching up, just seeing, I guess this new bear market arrives. Yeah, I mean, for me too, it's uh, a first um, crash. We both experienced uh, a bull run, right? We both, we, all three of us, have experienced a bull run last year. Um, the Elon Musk Bitcoin buying, the Do- Dogecoin hype. So we were able to know what that feels like, and we saw, like, how I think about it is, if you just take a step back and just take a look at the complete difference of the sediment of the market compared from then to now. The main thing that I noticed is the amount of information that's out there and the difference between of the information. The information that came out last year was so much hype and BS noise, and it fueled the – obviously, we saw the meme coin era, right? We saw all these things pump. We saw all this – all these people making content and like, if you see people overnight become celebrities, right? We see people overnight build their YouTube channels and, and, and milk the heck out of it. This time around, when the market is down like this, those people are nowhere to be found because there's no pumps. And we kind of two things. One negative thing is that we might see echo chambers, right? And I think uh, I saw uh, Invest in Life tweet that and I agree with him. I was like, there, it's true. You Like Twitter will sometimes put you in an echo chamber where you're too much of what you're seeing is people that literally think the same way as you do. There's no counter arguments. There's nothing that is kind of like backing, pushing back against your thoughts and beliefs, which is what you need to be successful. It's, it's, it's like the similar to how it was last year where everyone was hyping up everything. And now it's, there's people out there that are literally just echoing what you're saying. And then on the other hand, 
there's actually real people out there that are educating and doing the best that they can to help people maneuver through this space. So in my opinion, it's like the people that are still trying to educate, they're still not as loud as the people who are echoing what you're saying compared to the people who are shilling the same things that the meme coins um, last year. I don't know if that makes sense, but at the end of the day, the people who are actually preaching real knowledge, they don't get as much emphasis in both cycles. I know that was a lot that I said, but can you guys like, what do you guys think about that? Uh, yeah, go ahead, Aaron. Go ahead. Okay, no, okay, yeah, because I know you have a little delay, so I'm making sure, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I would say, you know, I mean, I think it comes with bull markets. You know, obviously, you have new guys coming in. I think yeah. a lot of guys came in on their first cycle. And their first cycle, obviously, I think, including myself, you know, you, there's a lot of emotional roller coasters you deal with on the daily in these markets. And, you know, obviously, I think, you know, those guys made some, some guys made some mistakes. And, you know, hopefully they can learn from it. But, you know, I think, you know, the one thing I would say is, you know, the guys who are really passionate about the space are probably sticking around making content now, or they might mm-hmm. be going out there and maybe staying on Twitter, even doing something in the space. They don't have to make content. They can go on Twitter or just stay active on one t- area of content to where their followers can still engage and talk to them. But yeah, I do believe, you know, the people who really love to go out there and educate, you know, are still making content. But, you know, yeah. you know, I think that's what comes with bull markets. You know, I think it's kind of a place where people just come in and, make quick money but yeah as much as you want to say it like you know like when i was reviewing crypto before before i started making content i knew a, a certain amount like i knew basic terms but when, when you were like you're basically forced to teach it it gives you the adrenaline rush to like 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 more anxiety just to, to learn every part and it's good for you it teaches you the most which is why i want more one of my even my discord members to always create content because that's you're kind of forced to be out there to put yourself put yourself out there and your reputations on the line that's super big man yeah that's that's like one of the big things that i i like about content creation is is you're you're because you're documenting yourself so you're putting your reputation on the line and people will see at the end of the day if you were authentic or if you actually believed in what you were saying and what you were trying to educate on or whatever the case may be is, well, I'm putting myself in line. I'm staying and saying this. And in five years, five months, whatever the case may be, people are going to look back and say, well, you're an idiot or or, or you switched up. Right. <laughs> like, oh, you said this five months ago. Now you change it up. Like, you know, and, and it's OK to change things up. But there's some people that will probably say something one thing one day and then the next completely act like they never said it before because they don't want to get, quote unquote, canceled or you know, have that, um, those re- reactions from the community and, you know, and, you know, and that's happened before, right? It's happened to me, right? I spoke about time a couple times and I was like, well, I'm in the time. I got hurt in time. It's not like I was talking about time. I was not invested into it and, and it was educating for people. Like, and I showed my problem. I got hurt on time. I got wrecked on time too. It wasn't like I was saying time is the number one token that everyone needs to get. I said, Hey, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm in. This is what I'm doing. If you guys want to do it, let me know, and I'll show you guys how to do it. It wasn't like, a, hey, you guys need to definitely do this. This tokens and change the world, like you know. So that's, I mean, it's very true that um, you put your, your your reputation on the line is very critical, and that kind of determines the success or you know the projections of a content creator. I believe, in my opinion, because you know you're trying to be authentic and true, and you want to make sure that you're doing it the right way, right? So. Yep. Before we were on air, we were talking about like some topics, right? And I, before we touch on any top, any of the uh, topics I have saved here, 
I want to go into quant a little bit, Aaron, because you, you asked a little bit about it or, you know, like what are your what are your guys' opinion on it? And like I said, uh, like what I kind of mentioned in the beginning, echo chambers. Quant, to be honest, like with XRP, um, there's a lot of tokens out there where you just type in that dollar sign and that token and you start tweet, tweeting about it. You'll be in a room filled with people that only talk positive about it. You'll hear more positive than negative. And sometimes it's good hearing negative. What do you think about um, a token like Quant and and its community? Um, I, I would say, you know, I think, firstly, I think Quant, I mean, I, I haven't seen too much on Twitter. Like, I'm yeah. not really too deep into Quant on Twitter. But what I would say is I've definitely seen um, with other tokens, you know, going to ego chambers, I think. The one thing that really puts it in, I think, is the the, the Twitter topic. You, you can follow Twitter topics. I think yeah. those are really, really dangerous at times because I do believe, you know, over time, I think, no offense, by the way, I, I like Chainlink, but, like, sometimes I follow the topic and it's like, man, it's like, like, it's so serious and just, like, it doesn't need to be this serious at times. Like, I promise you, it's like, just, just, just like, if, if you're not, like, the working there or, like, the CEO there, I, I don't see why. I mean, I see a need of money, but the point is, you definitely do need to understand this is a business as much as they want to tell you they love you or this and that they're here to make money if they weren't here to make money they'd be a non-profit so going into it um i would say the one thing i think that's more f- people need to really focus on is you know whether it's quant whether it's chain link whether it's polka dot i'm not sure if polka dot any maxis on there i've never heard of any polka maxi in my yeah, life me neither. but yeah, yeah. <laughs> the point is you know <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> yeah shout out to polka dot man like really good community <laughs> gavin was shout out to you man uh, but yeah, so um, I would say just really understanding, you know, this is a business, you know, and I know even uh, under bare naked crypto, like a lot of people hate him. But I think the one thing I, I really support him for is the fact that, you know, he's what he used, he used to be a Litecoin maxi. I think 2017, he talked about it. He was like a he called himself a moon boy back then. And that's how he is today now, because he learned from that moment of realizing, you know, when you're stuck in an eco chamber on a price prediction or anything else, including myself last year it's going to hurt you more than it helps you. And then, I mean, the one thing you can take from it is learning from it and realizing it's a business. Not every project will moon. Not every single project needs to be taken that serious. Understand, you know, and shout out to blockchain boy too, as well for this quote. He was like the one that he, he, cause he's just been in the space for a while now too. I think he's in the business side as well. He talks about, you know, that's why he diversifies is because he realizes, you know, me too. eco chambers just create just you just, having i don't know explain it maybe like i'm not saying immature but more just what's the word for it it's um very poorly managed portfolio i guess you say but the point is you know you definitely do want to get perspectives you don't want yes men or people exactly. confirming confirmation bias you want to have both perspectives and that's what i always talk about in my videos as well and in my videos always know both sides that's something i learned for myself so yeah i think you know coming from quant even though it's not a finished product yet just just don't don't be don't just be so stuck on one side. Always look at both perspectives and really get the most honest perspective as possible and go move forward, I guess, not financial advice. Yeah. There was a, um, I just want to add this real quick. I agree. <clears throat> totally agree with what you said. There was a um, TikTok I made like a couple months ago and I, I don't remember how I worded it, but it was pretty much along the lines of if you find a perfect investment um, like that's the most dangerous thing you can do is find a perfect investment because, you know, because you clearly, you didn't, you didn't do enough research. You didn't, I mean, even with like I bonds, right? Like those aren't a perfect investment. I mean, I I'd rather be in those right now than <laughs> just yeah. about anything else. But, um, and so, yeah, I think that's important. Um, 
And like, even in my own experience, I used to, I was really high on um, Adam Cosmos. And I feel like I talk about it sometimes, but boy, if, if you guys would see the community drama in it, you know, and like, I mean, it is like a disaster. Um, But that's not to say every project doesn't have their problems. And for me, like when it comes to quant, I think you have to separate the, um, the token and the investment from the product. And I know kind of touched on this earlier, but if there's, for me personally, it all comes down to what you're comfortable with. But if there's not a product, um, I usually stay away from that as an investment. But by the time the product comes out, uh, it's probably too late to, you know, grab a moon bag of quant. So it's just kind of a trade-off that I make. And uh, I guess that's kind of how I feel about quant. No, that's, that's, I mean, I, I, I totally get that. There's people probably that feel the same way that um, they're not trying to invest in something that's, more speculative without any type of product on the floor, right? There's no, there's nothing that's actually running or nothing that's going that we know of, right? That, that we can kind of tangibly see like, Oh, that's what they're doing. Perfect. Not just, this is what they're going to do. You know what I mean? And all these are all these great partnerships. So that's good, but that's, we need that type of energy in the crypto space because you can't just always be, well, if if because if quant was what everyone says it is, when wouldn't everyone be invested into it? That's in crypto, you know what I'm saying. So that's 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 how I like to look at it. I I have my convictions for it, and I'm in it. I'm not in it to where it's like, well, my whole portfolio is based on it. You know, I'm in it to where if it goes up to to all them high or a certain price, I can take some profits and kind of pretty much move it into other things. This I just I just like you said, I don't recommend anyone going all in on one project. Like that's like the worst thing you could do. That's what Aaron was saying. It's good to diversify. So, I mean, that's, that's, it, that, we need all types of investing in the crypto space. You know, that, that's, that's what we need. We need to have those type, these types of conversations. Um, and that's why I want to, <laughs> this is funny. I want to talk about before we, we go on to uh, another topic. Uh, we saw this on Twitter, right? It's the, we have successfully hedged against a 9.1% inflation with a 91% <laughs> portfolio drawdown. Solid. Like, <laughs> That's pretty funny to me. <laughs> but um, I want to go over this uh, real quick with you guys. Um, this is news like that's been going around TikTok. And I saw someone <laughs> make a tweet or something like everyone on uh, tw- TikTok and stuff is a financial uh, market expert now because of crypto, which is pretty funny. It's <laughs> <laughs> like was, everyone's a market analysis, like like stock market regular. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like an economist now. Everyone's an economist now. <laughs> I was like, you kind of have to be because it affects all of us, right? Um, what are your thoughts on the inflation rate being 9.1%? Because, you know, based on what I've seen and researched, everyone was looking at that 8.9%. Are we going to go over 8.9? If we go over 8.9, we're going to tank if we're under 8.7 oh the market should pump we're at 9.1 the market didn't tank like everyone thought it was it's more it was more like a buy the rumor sell the news type uh hype again uh buy the news or whatever whatever the saying is i forget but what do you guys think about this is this this overhyped on by social media influencers or creators and stuff like that this inflation report um mason go first yeah i love mason go first this time um I, it's, I, I think it's, uh, <clears throat> everyone, so everyone's talking about inflation. Cause obviously there's 
nothing else to talk about. So, yeah. um, I mean, I don't know. I, so I don't, That's so true. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's, no other, there's no coins. I like, what else are we going to, you know? Yeah. I'm talking about news. I don't even talk about it no more. I'm talking about some, the weirdest news in my pay. I'm really trying I know, to right? like, get like, the, the most quality content. is like, I'm not, like, some articles, I'll be like, I cannot speak about that. There's no way I'm reporting about that. <laughs> Yeah, and I saw like I saw Aaron, you had a TikTok the other day that had like nothing to do with investing. It was like cool facts you didn't know. And I was like, yeah, this guy is bored. He is bored. That's, not, that's the mind. bear market. Bear market struggles. Yeah, bear market struggles. Yeah, everyone's an economist now. We got to talk about the market. <laughs> housing. Use the Aaron talk about the housing market next. All right, guys, the housing has come up. <laughs> that's, no, that's funny. That's so true. Um, we don't have to go yeah. too deep into this. We just a little lightly cover it. Um, Mason, you, you just want to continue? Yeah, I just want to add something I struggle with with like um, inflation and economics. And yeah, you know, when it comes to finance, everyone's an expert. I mean, we all, you know, know that and, and whatever. And I'm not going to, there's nothing that I would say in a video or on a podcast that's going to like blow your mind. I, you know, I don't have the answers. I don't, yeah. you know, I'm not an economist and I don't claim to be, but um. I would assume just based on how um, day-to-day living has been for me um, and ex- expenses that inflation's higher than that. I, you know, exactly. and I don't, I don't think that's a secret. Um, and then on top of that, I, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to tell you anything and uh, economics is just tough. Like I, I don't, you know, I, I feel like I could read something or learn something and then tomorrow I wake up and it's like a totally different landscape it's it's so abstract and it's so like i'll leave it to the professionals and um share what i've learned but there's nothing i can add to this other than i mean inflation really sucks i i don't know when it's going to go away i don't know how much worse it's going to get um and you know we could all sit around and and lay some predictions down and i'm sure some of us will be right but uh i i don't know i i don't like to deliver my own thoughts because I know my thoughts don't really have meaning, you know, because they're, <laughs> they're just as, uh, as, uh, beneficial as everyone else's, which is to say not very much, I guess. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I would say, you know, um, obviously, you know, the, we had, you know, inflated markets, you know, coronavirus, stimulus checks, understandable. I mean, obviously I do believe the one thing I would say is, you know, I think I, I had a tweet about this. I was talking about this. It's like, Super, bear, super, super, super bearish accounts are no different from like super bullish accounts and like bull markets, right? They both are so over leveraged on one side to where they can be too bullish or too bearish. And it's like, I can't hear that. Like, I want, I want to, like, I, 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 I follow this guy. My friend told me to follow him. He's Mark, Mark Miniver. I, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Mark Miniveri, if that's correct. He's a pretty smart guy when it comes to like investing and stuff like that. I agree with a lot of his points. And the one thing I would say is, you know, anyone watching this, just please make sure to like, just, just, just keep tabs on what you're hearing. Cause I think in the comments as well, people will hear certain, certain content creator who's super bearish or super bullish. They'll, they'll just copy their points. They, they won't even yeah. like able to even say their own points and have to reply to the same one over and over again. It's like, it's not like that. Okay. I have to re-explain to them this and that. So I think, and the one thing I would say is just don't get over leveraged on one side, you know, like the, I, I know influencers, TikTok is the most powerful app, powerful app right now. So it's very easy to get influenced right now when you have like the little music under it. Yeah, you have some like spooky thing and, oh, and you know, it's like, so just, just, just 
to be a little more common to understand, you know, a lot of these influencers, and I see it, like a lot of them just, just they know how to make craze panic in, into these the, the average investor's mind. So just understand to not get over leveraged on one side. Just be like, okay, if something happens, something happens, something doesn't, something doesn't. Just leave it to that. It's like you can't change nothing. Yeah, no, I agree. I want to, I just want to say one other thing because I, um, I, I heard this the other day and it was like in a bull market, in a bear market, whatever, um, seek the truth, you know, find what's, find what's true. Because like a good example for me is I saw, uh, California is doing, um, inflation relief checks, right? And everyone saw that and they're like, well, you know, we're doomed. And, uh, and I saw that, right. And, in my head, I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Why would they do that? And I looked into it and it was actually kind of interesting because it was a tax rebate. It was actually, they just had money left over from um, oh, okay. collecting taxes and they were giving it back. So it wasn't, it wasn't even printing new money. And a lot of people, if you just looked at the headline, like I did, you'd be More like, well, out, you yeah. Know. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I don't know. I, at the end of the day, just seek the truth, you know, and, and don't, don't be stubborn, seek the truth, know when you're wrong and know, um, when you don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> you know, and, and I, and that's okay. I mean, that's okay. You know, and, uh, it's a, it's a weird pill to swallow, but just acknowledging that you don't know anything is the first step to learning is what I, how it's been for me, at least. That's facts. It's definitely an ego hit. I remember a few weeks ago, I, I had read an article wrong. I was so embarrassed. It was a chain link article. Crypto panic. I, I was I was fast that day. I was being fast. I have one of these days where I'm really fast, and like I, I really control it now. But I was on me Ch- Chainlink's mainnet token launching like as if it was like the day of 2022 on <laughs> Ethereum. It was like 2019. I'm like, why would you post that? Like, why would yeah. you post that? And like, they think it got likes too. So like, I was like, I'm not gonna delete this. I'll just pin the comment. I'm wrong. And I think <laughs> and one thing I would say is I was also wrong about um. I want to be I want to say I'm not, I'm not perfect, and so. I remember um, the Ethereum miners, I was explaining them and I was wrong because I think someone who had actually had Ethereum miners was in my comments. And I I think the one thing we can learn from was the content creators as well, or even just people in the comments. I remember I wrote this thing. It was like, you'll never know who you're talking to. Yeah. So I think like, like you just always have to be humble and knowing you're wrong and admit it and being accountable is something like, I think it's also something of, if you want to attain or just be a great leader one day you definitely have to be accountable and i think that's one thing i'm working on myself because it's very hard to say like I, it's hard for me at times to say i'm wrong because I, I take so much pride in what i do yeah no i agree with you um there's like a point to like a couple points i want to make um one with what you're saying is is like you never know who you're talking to and that's i've said that in the past where there's like a lot of people out there that um, are very knowledgeable they know a lot of things about the crypto space. They know a lot of things about finance. They just don't make content. They just they just live their life and they consume that information and have that information for themselves. Um, and sometimes they're they're the ones that's on TikTok that have like you know like a hundred followers, but they're actually very knowledgeable. They probably made a lot of money, but they just don't make content about it. And that's why I was like, um, to advice to like newer creators, I'm like, just because you make content doesn't automatically mean that you are in a different class than anybody else you just were more confident in documenting your journey or or explaining expressing your knowledge there's people out there that have don't even have a profile picture on their twitter but they're they know their stuff you know and and that's why you gotta like take everything with a grain of salt when you when you read things when some people are just hating some people are just trolling of course we get more of that but there's actually people out there that are really knowledgeable that's what i learned and i'm like all right well every person like kind of like 
read what they're saying. And I'm like, all right, this is a guy coming from a place of like just trying to troll, trying to hate, or he's just <laughs> like, hey, this is what I think. And I'm like, oh wow, you get a little debate, whatever. That's cool. And and you're right, there is a little bit of ego trip out there. And and the last thing I want to talk about when this inflation thing is, it's it's funny to me because this is like tying into crypto now, right? Everyone, like I said, everyone's trying to be an economist. For some reason, this is very, very correlated to the success of crypto now. If inflation and, and they keep doing raising interest rates, it's going to mean the crypto space is going to go down. Or if people are like tying it all in together, and like, where did this come from? Like, all of a sudden, it's like we're tying in all this stuff, and it's like this has to happen. <laughs> the vision, this, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, well, crypto's staying stagnant right now. There's coins that are pumping right now, and there's coins that are tanking right now. I mean, everything tanked in the last like month and a half. But it's just funny how now everyone, every, almost every creator out there is tying this in to inflation and the, the, the success of crypto over the next, you know, few months, right? In regards of them raising interest rate, which they're supposed to raise in July on July 26th. It's just crazy to me how it's all tied in now, right? The crazy thing to me is, I think also it's like you can't go off previous patterns for crypto. Like every single adoption time, like every single era, like bull market adoption, it's been different every single time. It's a new asset. You just can't get like, it's not the stock market where we had it since for hundreds of years where we can actually, we have so many patterns. They're going to be similar patterns certain times. Yeah. This is a new asset that was made in 2008. We were, we were all, we were either in high school, I'm not sure all high school, elementary school. I was still like eight, seven, like it's, it's very new. So I think. You know, people are trying to base it off certain things. And you know, I think, that's, I mean, you might do that and it's fine, but every single time it's going to be different. And so I think basing it off patterns and trying to have sort of like take a risk on your reputation to build some genius like <laughs> analysis. Uh, <laughs> now, and that's like, no way. Shout out to a few analysts like Joshua Jake, shout out to him. Like, he's a really smart guy as well. I think he's really smart. But I think for the most part, I think trying to like mess up this thing to like some analysis plan that might work. Or come out say you were right it's kind of not worth it in my opinion but i do believe you know if you are have economic analysis you know it's, it's great to hear it but i definitely would say you know just any content query be, be very careful i think it's very easy to get caught up in that i told you so thing it's it, yeah. me too early on I, I was caught up in it as well just being accountable and so i think just learning how to stay off and understanding okay maybe keep this content to myself let's, let's just keep <laughs> <this>. <laughs> Yeah, you have anything to say, Mason, uh, about about that, or your thoughts on it, or you want to? Um, no, I mean, I um, nothing in particular. I mean, what, the only thing that stinks is something I've been hearing a lot. I'm sure this um, idea has always been around, but what what's been so loud to me is hearing like on. I don't watch much TV, but um, when I have, I feel like I see this headline like. The great Bitcoin inflation hedge is down 70, 80%, whatever it is, you know, and I'm like, I don't know. Like, I guess, I guess the idea was to be an inflation. I mean, it wasn't an initial idea, but I, I guess I'm curious to know when that came along and when everyone started taking that as like the reason for Bitcoin, because that's not how I see it as, I guess. And I, yes. and I don't know. I just, I feel like I hear that too much and. Um, like it's not. You're right. It's not an inflation hedge. <laughs> yeah. So, and it's like everyone's kind of like <laughs> trolling. Yeah. Trolling <laughs> on per- like you have friends calling you, telling me, "Yo, what happened, bro?" I'm like, "There's just no way you're telling me this right now. Like, there's yeah. no way." Like, like the <laughs> passive aggressiveness <laughs> is crazy, bro. <laughs> it's like, where are the friends that hit me up? Like, hey, what should I buy now? Like, you don't get that many. <laughs> you don't get that many. All right, what should I buy now? Like, if someone called me 
and said, hey, bro, I see Bitcoin uh, go down from, you know, 40K down to like 20K. What should I buy right now? I would be like, what? Come on, I'll give you an hour. Let's, let's go talk. Let's go talk. <laughs> Not, but then you don't get that. You get most of the, ah, what happened to Bitcoin, bro? Oh, man, you should have sold. I have friends that sold everything. Literally and proud of it. Proud of it, which is fine. They, they took their losses or they like, oh, well, it would have got worse. It would have got worse. Uh, I mean, if I had held, I would have lost 40% more of my money, 50% more of my money. They, they're completely out of crypto. And I'm like, dang. Like, I'm like, all right. <laughs> like, you know, which is fine. Whoever, whatever you want to do, you do. You know what I mean? That, like I said, I said in one of my latest YouTube videos, always do what you think is best. What you think yeah. is best. Not what anyone yeah. else thinks. What you think is best. If you think that's best, then, then no one can argue with that because that's your choice. No one, can, no one has control over your choices. Um. And I know, Aaron, you made a video about this. Uh, I just want, this is just talking points I have. We have like one more after this, and then we kind of just kind of free roam, I guess. But you made a video yeah. about this. Um, what, do you, what are your thoughts on this in regards of uh, Celsius cleaning, prote- protecting themselves from getting liquidated, <laughs> which I still think they're going to go under. We'll see. But what do you guys think about What do you think about it? What do you guys think about this? Um, I, I do believe, you know, I, the one thing I don't like, to, to, just to be clear, in my comments, everyone is, is like automatically thinking it's Sam Bankman and FTX. Like, just calm down for a second. Let's just make sure we don't <laughs> confirm anything that's not true. I don't want false rumors spreading. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, I think it's great. You know, the one thing I would say is if, if none of this is going to a, a place to where they can open withdrawal soon, that's what I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you might as well, in my opinion, you might as well just, I don't know. There's no point to me, but I hope they're, they're doing this in a going. I hope they're doing this to where they can get to a point of opening withdrawals. You know, obviously that's the main point. I, I wasn't in Celsius. I was never in Celsius, but I, I was never really into C5 as well. But what I would say is, you know, there were a lot of content creators or people who had the sponsorships with BlockFi or well, I'm, not, I'm not sure BlockFi is fine now too with FTX, but BlockFi or Celsius and these big platforms, C5 platforms that offered 8% interest on your favorite holdings. I, I assume with blue chips or I assume one of those projects. And yeah, so I would say, um, I think now, I think this, 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 I would say bear market, I guess. I'm, I'm not sure. I would say, you know, people are more, it's great to see because I think more people are, are more open to like knowing, okay, maybe this exchange doesn't have the best risk management, right? And it's crazy. You would think exchanges would have super good risk management. Like you would think these people would just be on top of their finances. But in reality, not, not, I'm not saying Celsius, by the way, but more just exchanges in general, a lot of them didn't have the best risk management, right? And so I think, you know, throughout this time, I think people are understanding, you know, not your keys, not your crypto, even though I, I still like Binance and Coinbase. I, I, do, I do think, you know, a mix of both is definitely... It's good to have a mix good. of both, yeah. Yeah, precaution and everything like that. You know, you can get a Ledger hot wallet, a hot wallet, Ledger hardware wallet, a Tracer, depending on which one you want, two industry leaders. But yeah. I think also, it's great. Uh, I think the one thing it also does for, Le- oh yeah, you partner, shout out to CryptoLogic John, got a partner with Ledger, yeah, man. They shout out to yeah, congrats, boy. man. Thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got to make a tutorial video on it. <laughs> no, you, you, you really do, because like right now, there's so many changes going insolvent. Now, I do think, the one thing I also would say is, it, uh, I'm not really talking about Celsius, but what I also would say is, it kind of annoys me when everyone's spreading rumors, so-and-so's insolvent now. Like, don't, stop saying that. Like, no, no, they're not. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> Voyager, Voyager, 
KuCoin is yeah. going to solve another not. Oh, yeah, that, that was scary to me because I have some some tokens That's like KuCoin where I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, if, if KuCoin goes down, bro, I'm not going to lie, bro. KuCoin goes down. This space is not looking good, bro. And and before we toss it to, to, to Mason, I was saying, like you said, this doesn't mean anything if you're, you're still locking your withdrawals, right? And another thing I was thinking about, I was like, okay, when they do open up withdrawals, when they're ready, they say, okay, gates are open. You guys can access and move your crypto as freely as before. I just feel like people are going to be so scarred and say, I'm getting the heck off of Celsius. And they're going to get liquidated irregardless. That's what I think. I think it's it's a, it's an inevitable, inevitable sinking ship. I think people are going to be terrified and like, you guys held my crypto and imagine if it kept tumbling, if, if Bitcoin kept tumbling or Ethereum, people would have been watching their bags sink without even being able to transfer to USDT or anything like that. They would just watch it go to zero. Oh. I can't even move my crypto out and switch it to USDC or whatever. Nope, you guys locked me from doing anything. And then I think when it, the gates are open again, I think people are off of Celsius. They're getting off. I think they, they got burned. What do you What do you think about that? Or, you know, whatever thoughts you have, uh, Mason? Yeah, um... No, I'm, I'm pretty much on the same page. I, I would, I would say it's already sunken. I think yeah. like CFI, like the CD Fi or whatever, whatever you want to call it, like Celsius Voyager. Even, I mean, they all had trouble, right? Like I don't know. I'm sure I'm missing one, but I can't think of one that like was just fine, right? I mean, they all had. Well, they. I thought they had some. Well, no, okay, they, but they put a line. Yeah, they put a line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh. I forgot what I was going with this. Yeah, no, all these platforms, I just can't. I think five years down the road, we're going to look back at this and be like, you know, it was probably not the smartest idea to give <laughs> to give our um, digital assets to an unregulated bank. Like exactly. that was probably not our, you know, and, and I'm saying this shockingly. I actually had a couple hundred dollars in Celsius, like, um, and I took it out and I kind of just left it there. I don't know why I did. I just felt safe and I don't know why. I, I don't know why. Looking back on it, it was so stupid. But um, hindsight's twenty twenty, and uh, I thankfully got my money off in time. And it's a good lesson. And I think, um, I think this kind of goes to show that there's just an absurd amount, an absurdly high learning curve to crypto. And... Um, this whole CD fight thing is going to put a sour taste in a lot of people's mouth and probably discourage a lot of people from even trying to learn it. So, which is unfortunate, but I think there's great products like Ledger and Trezor um, that will hopefully um, become more user-friendly. I love them. I, I, I saw a tweet. I know you guys saw Brian Ross mm -hmm. uh, wins and he oh. said, um, you know, he hated pretty much said ledgers were just stunk. And that just shocked me because I love my ledger. I think it's, one of the most user-friendly things I've I've encountered in the space. Um, and I can only imagine that it's going to get more user-friendly from there. So, yeah, C so CD5, I think, is dead. Um, it'll be a cool little uh, bump in the road five years from now or more like, a, you know, um, everything that Ethereum went through with the DAO. Um, whatever it is, um, I think it just teaches us user uh, friendliness is important, so I'd love to see how Ledger and Trezor react to this, honestly, like in yeah. a roundabout way, because um, they're yeah. going to onboard new customers, right? Like, yeah. I'd assume, you know, this is great advertisement for them, they, as bad as it is, it is. I made a uh, news, they, they, oh. had a, they had a blow up of, uh, of sales for their, 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 their wallets, 
and they're gonna they have a partnership. Ledger has a partnership with Best Buy. You can buy you go to Best Buy and buy Ledgers. Oh, yeah, their they, their sales <laughs> shot up. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. That's cool because firstly, I remember back uh, you know shout out to Sean Penn Jr. like great uh, talk talker. He's really smart, and he talked about. You know, um, I, I heard about this as well. Like ledgers, but if you buy them off like Amazon or something, it's like someone can play with them and then resell it to you. So mm-hmm. the, obviously, if you don't get from the manufacturer, or maybe get it in a person that's partnered with them like that. Best Buy now. The Best Buy, like that's great now. The fact it's in awesome. person, like we can actually go out there from the manufacturer and have trust. Best Buy has something for us in person because obviously, if, if if you're not buying up the manufacturer and it's not, it's not in store. It's whatever, and the <laughs> cool thing—the cool thing as well—in <laughs> the club. Look at my, look at my. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. The the other cool thing about it is, like, the one thing I would say is, I feel like the people who aren't trolling other company, their comp- competition right now, is kind of shows their maturity and like I feel like their longevity. I feel like in a weird way, when you go out there and troll your competitors when they're down and about, it's gonna come back. You know, I don't know. The energy will always come back in a weird way. I kind of believe in that, and, and so. I, I do believe right now the fact that uh, hopefully Ledger, I, I'm not, I don't follow Ledger on Twitter. I should follow them. Are, are they like throwing like, s- s- like these passive aggressive shots or like are they just being professional? Because if, they, if they're being professional, that's really cool from them. Because like it's, it noticed. would be very easy right now to just go out there and troll somebody being insolvent. Yeah. There, a lot of jokes are going like crypto Twitter is very toxic at times. So I would say definitely good to see them as an organization going out there, hopefully, and being professional. The treasure as well. I'm sure treasure is and you know. But uh, yeah, it's, it's great to see. Hopefully, they're not trolling. If they're not trolling. That's great to see. You know, the last thing you want to see is someone going at someone. You know, I think we need to. Right now is the time to really unite and help each other. And you know, obviously, people have different opinions about uniting. You know, you have people going at Sam Bankman, calling him uh, someone who wants to control things, or you know, this and that. And I, I think it's good. I think it's good. You know, if your if your company's gonna go insolvent, you might as well. You might, if Sam Bankman wants to give a loan. He, the, the Oprah Winfrey joke, right? He, he has some money. He has some money. Yeah. He has some money, right? They, they seem like they're serious. They don't have any jokes. They're like completely serious. Okay, good. That Led, Ledger shout, shout out to Ledger, man. No saying, hey, Ledger, email me. Um, so yeah, yeah <laughs> shout out to Ledger. <laughs> shout out to Ledger. Um, yeah, uh, definitely uh, great to see. You know, they're they're being professional, and yeah, that's I think that's another thing. I think a lot of them. It's weird, but I think in a weird way. I think a lot of people who were, I guess, not, I almost say arrogant, but I would say definitely a little more confident than others definitely have, may have run some troubles throughout this pullback. And I think that that puts you in a very vulnerable, vulnerable spot of getting help from everybody else when you kind of talk down on people for a while. So I think that's another great thing of being, being positive in the space and switching your energy for a bit. Yeah, yeah. That's what it says. It says people are finding out that keeping their coins on exchanges and with custodians can be very risky, so they are naturally looking for self-custody options. So, uh, you know, they, they've shut up, and they've been doing really well since Celsius announced that they were pausing withdrawals. And this is going to go on to me talking about this last thing before we just have, like, a kind of, like, our last little free conversation is Bitcoin, right? Decoding if another black swan event is due. We're, we were talking about this off-air before we got on-air. Um, in regards of the Mount, Mount Go, right? They're supposed to be airdropping or sending tokens back to people who got their tokens um, stolen, right? What was it? In 2014, that to- that exchange lost 850,000 Bitcoin, right? 2014, what was the price of Bitcoin in 2014? I, I think it's like a 6,500% uh, increase since then, the pricing of those t- uh, Bitcoins. 
So they said they sold about in 2018 they sold 25,000 worth about 260 million which led to a multi-year bear run. Right? During this bear market, the price of Bitcoin dropped to 3k after soaring to the all-time high of 20,000, which is our new bottom, which is funny, right? Bitcoin's previous all-time high is now our bottom. <laughs> so, Mount Go is looking to sell up to and that was when they in that time they sold 25,000. And it caused a multi-year bear run. This time, they're looking to sell 150000 which is worth $3 billion. So okay. they're saying that this is going to cause another tremendous drop. Um, I don't know if this is just, you know, buy the rumors, sell the news. Is it another whole? And look, and even the federal, everyone's talking about the Federal Reserve meeting again, raising interest rates. There's a lot of things happening that could cause... The market to bottom out even more. Bitcoin going down to 10K. Um, look at uh, Sam Breedman Freed talks about potential more ha- devastation, right? What do you guys think about these, all these black swan events that could happen over the next two months? Is it just hype? Is it just speculation? Is it, What do you guys think about it? What are your opinions um, on it? Do, do you even pay any attention to it? Or, you know? I would say it's definitely, I think, a little more, I think, like want to put fear in somebody i think if we i mean it's very simple to think about but i was like okay i heard about the, the black small thing i'm like, okay three billion dollars maybe if it's 2019 2018 i'll be very scared i think the, the the if you look at bitcoin's trading volume i mean it's like 20 billion dollars daily at least two days ago or one day ago i understand it's not bitcoin is being sold but you know there's so much bitcoin being sold and bought every day it, it's the main point of ta and crypto as well so uh, there's so much trading going around it yeah $3 billion is, I mean, you, you have Michael Saylor buying $3 billion orders of Bitcoin at times in Boulder, right? <laughs> El Salvador. I mean, like, yeah, so it's like, it's like okay, let's be honest. Like, okay, it, it, yes, it might cause like a red candle or something like that, but I'm not, in my opinion, not financial advice. Personally, personally for me, I'm not really too scared about it. I think it's more of just trying to fear, put fear in the market while the market's still at a high amount of fear for most new investors or retail investors who weren't really experienced with emotions in the space. So I'm not thinking too much of it. If it happens, it happens. Maybe it might cause a snowball effect. But I mean, at the same time, I just think it's more just overemphasizing a certain amount of news because there's nothing to talk about right now. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I can see that. There's a, so I just want to plug this real quick. There's this, I'm, I'm big in the books. I know I've, I've mentioned that a couple of times, but there's this awesome book. And I'm sure some people listening have read it. Maybe you guys have, but it's Digital Gold by Nathaniel Popper. And uh, he talks about like the early days. Um, I don't know his relation to crypto. I can't remember it, but he talks about the early days. Literally, they go through Satoshi's emails, how Finky, Finicky, whatever. I don't I don't know names very well, but it was fantastic. And it talked about Mount Go, Mount Gox. I, I, don't, I still don't know how to say it, but um, what I'm getting at is like, it is so awesome to see that those events were documented. And for me, I just read that book a couple months ago, or I think it was however long ago, it um, talked in vivid detail about how Mount Gox went down. And for that to kind of come full circle today is just so fascinating. And I think it really gives me a better understanding of like investor sentiment then, and then maybe what it'd be now. Mm -hmm. And obviously like, you know, it doesn't make me an expert or whatever, but it's just really um it was a good book i mean interesting educational and all that so um it's kind of cool to see that um i guess it's 
I don't know if cool is the right word, but it's interesting to see that investors or holders on Mt. Gox are going to, I guess, get their Bitcoin back, hopefully. And, and, Most and I'd of it, also not all assume, of it, but look, good at yeah. decent amount. Yeah, no, and I'm sure they'll be just fine because Bitcoin yeah. was, what, three $400 back then? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, they'll be, I think they'll be okay. But I'd also assume that they, not that there are many options, but they also had, after that event, would have bought a little more Bitcoin on other platforms. So I guess my thinking is that the people that were involved in crypto, I would I would assume that a handful, if not a decent size of them, probably got rich off of Bitcoin already. Yeah. Obviously, I don't know that, but that would just kind of be my assumption. Um, so, so yeah, I, I think I also agree that investor sentiment um, is, I guess, news is dry right now. So investor sentiment, uh, I don't know where it's going to go, but everyone's clinging to these headlines because we don't yeah. really have anything better to do. You know, inflation, Mt. Gox, Federal Reserve, blah, 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 blah. That's so. all tied. They're all t- it's funny how they're all tied in. And that article, that, that, that last article kind of showcased this is what pretty much almost all creators are kind of making content about. Not, not, not every single one, but a lot. Everyone's recycling the same bit of information right now. And trying yeah. to put their spin on it, their own spin on it. And it's like all tied into the Federal Reserve, inflation, black swan events like Tether, like Celsius collapsing, like um, Mount Go, people getting their tokens back and dumping the market and causing another um, bigger bottom, right? a larger, a bottoming out Bitcoin basically. And I want to showcase a chart of Bitcoin real quick. It's like, isn't Bitcoin one of the healthiest looking charts? It's like you see a flat line and then you see a pump. Little little stagnant, pump, drop, pump, and drop, <laughs> little pump, and then now we're on a drop, drop, and then can we see a massive rip here in the next few years? I don't know. I just love this is how you want your stocks and your cryptos, your portfolios to look. I feel like you, you got yeah. how many opportunities? You know crazy? One, two, three, four opportunities there to to, to cash out. You know it's crazy. The only, the, the only reason I got to Bitcoin was because uh, I remember <laughs> Robinhood. I was looking at t- like like stock. <laughs> oh, that's what like, I did. That's literally what I did. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, why am I invest? Like, wh- wh- I'm not waiting ten years. Like, there's literally this new <laughs> asset. Like, what am I doing here? Like, I yes, sold my Neo and got into Bitcoin, bro. I, as soon as possible. It's so funny. Oh. Ethereum too. I love Ethereum's chart too. Very healthy looking. These are very two very healthy looking charts. Dude, that's so funny. You want to see a, a people could call this a rug pull. Look at this one, XRP. <laughs> oh, yeah, XRP. Stable coin. I love oh, XRP, oh, but this oh, looks oh, so oh. funny. Look at this. <laughs> XRP army's coming from Mason. <laughs> Look at this. I love XRP, but the, their chart is the most horrific chart you'll ever see. You see one big wow, and then nope. <laughs> I heard today. Um, I heard uh, you talked about it. Didn't the SEC uh? They got their uh, what is it? Some yeah, the Hinman doc- the Hinman documents are going to be able to, to be uh publicized in the court proceedings, and that's going to be big news for the lawsuit because everyone's saying that Ripple or the SEC should start settling, should should start negotiations for settlement because there's no way they can win when these documents are going to be accessible to the jury or or the judge or whoever is going to be oversee the case. So. That's why it's big news because it proves the conflict of interest. It proves that they gave Ethereum that free pass. It proves that they put Ethereum above um, other tokens in the space when they're supposed to regulate all tokens the same. They gave more leniency towards Bitcoin and Ethereum 
and say, well, XRP, you can't do that, even though they kind of did the same exact thing, the ICO, quote-unquote, before it was called ICO, right? That was, Wait, what? okay. I, I'm a follow interrupting, so I do have a question. So, okay, what securities? I always, I always have this question. So I know Bitcoin did have an ICO, which kind of rules them out as a commodity, I guess. Exactly, like, yeah. I think Gary talked about it. And that There's no central figure either. There's no central figure there to 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 dictate what Bitcoin does. Yeah, you, you don't know. That, that, that's, yeah. that's the guess. It's so so crazy how Bitcoin works. But, um, yeah, I, I would say... um. So it's securities, like it doesn't more things factor into like, okay, so like people are saying Ethereum is a security. I think Michael Saylor talked about it. Michael Saylor, if you don't know, big yeah. Bitcoin, you know, fan, fan of Bitcoin. He, he supporter, buys Bitcoin. And he talked about how Ethereum was a security because they're changing their consensus from proof of work to proof of stake. Yeah. And he's saying that, uh, I think Bill Gates said it, uh, he pronounces it as an ICO, uh, ICO, obviously. Yeah, and I'm initial point offering. Yeah, and so I'm wondering... Are, are both factors are, are both are both factoring into why there's security? Because if, if that's true, it wouldn't it make okay. Like, I don't understand the point of you call someone calling Ethereum a security if they're changing their consensus into more of what the modern blockchain looks like now, which runs on proof of stake, right? And so, I'm I'm wondering, are are those two like add into them being security, or is it just one of one? It's well, like. It kind of confuses me a little bit. Yeah. yeah, well, security is kind of predicated on you owning that asset and relying on that infrastructure of that where that asset belongs to to continue to do well to increase your asset value. So people will say, well, if you hold Ethereum tokens, you're banking on the success of Ethereum to do well, which means Ethereum price goes up. And then moving to uh, proof of stake kind of leans in that area but the thing about it is that the, the crypto mom she said it as her peers she said it best it's like most tokens they always have to start off as a security but they should have a little window to develop utility because ethereum you own ethereum token you don't just hold that token and hope for it to go value you technically can use ethereum you could use it as gassy use it by nfts there's a, it's it's the currency for the marketplace on the ethereum blockchain you're using it you're not just holding it and like, all right, well, let's see what um, Vitalik does, right? You can do that. But the fact of the matter is that token is essential, the central currency for that ecosystem. You can use that token to transfer to something else. You can use that token to buy something. You have a token to power another blockchain or whatever the case may be, another dApp, right? And that's that's the difference between a, a regular security that's where oh, I have these uh, this business here, some shares of my house or my uh, business. You gotta wait. You can't do anything with that token. You gotta wait for me to build the business up, and then this business is worth this amount. Now you can sell it. That's all you're using it for. Ethereum, obviously, that that one layer is there. People can buy Ethereum and just hodl it and wait for it to go up. But the fact of the matter is that that other aspect is there, which makes it a commodity. Was you can use that in the ecosystem. That's why XRP okay. has utility. When you're using XRP tokens, obviously, people say the argument is well, the higher amount of XRP is. The less amount of XRP is needed to transfer the the token, the money that you're sending it from and to, right? So XRP is worth, let's say, a hundred dollars for one coin, which I'm not saying it is. I'm like, I'm just, I'm, I'm saying XRP gets to all time high, right? But hundred dollars, you're using way less amount of tokens required to send three million dollars to to wherever country you're sending it to, right? And that's that's what XRP is going to be utilized as. No one will even be known knowing that it's being used. It's going to be the underlying technology behind banks and whatever swift or whatever you want to call it, the iso 2022 tokens right that's that's how i look at it and that's what i've based on my research of what makes a security not a, a traditional security when it comes to digital assets 
because these things okay. have utility. If they have utility, Dogecoin is a, is a security. <laughs> you're, you're holding Dogecoin for other people to buy it. It's mostly a pyramid scheme. Dogecoin is. You're, there's nothing. You don't use that token. Yeah, that's a top ten crypto. Yeah. You're talking exactly. About. And, <laughs> and and these and, and it's insane that it it's being held. You can't do anything with it. You can't go and buy NFTs with it. You can't you can't do anything with it. You have to swap Wait, it. I, I, you know what I mean? Which I they're trying to build there. utility for it. So I don't know. Okay, I have a question. Okay, I have a question. That, that's a good point you made. So I think I was I was talking to myself a little bit today. I was like, okay, it makes sense, right? Because Bitcoin, they both Bitcoin and Ethereum both have like two sides to it, right? You have the token. And you have the token needed to use the software they provide, right? And mm-hmm. the technology and they provide. Bitcoin is supposed to be used to send money back and forth. It's a new currency, yeah, right? Peer to peer, like like the, both yeah. both token and system need each other. They do reliant, which is perfect. It makes it perfect. It balances it out. So I'm wondering, with Dogecoin, if they didn't have an ICO, they never had anything planned. Would it be a security? Like okay, because there are a lot of factors, right? So okay, so are, are ICOs fine as long as you actually go out there and like make it into something where the token yeah that's that's what that's what the the sec uh she said she said as they they need to have a window so if you're doing an ico where you're giving like let's say i have this idea right and you're you're giving me a million dollars i'm giving you in exchange of that million dollars is a million dollars worth of whatever token i create right logic coins i give you a million dollars worth of logic coins and then i have to then build the infrastructure with the million dollars that you gave me and then your tokens have to be utilized on that blockchain. If I don't, if I just build a product and you guys cash out and there's no, there's no utility there, that, I, that was unregistered security. I didn't, especially if I didn't go talk to the SEC about it. But if I build an ecosystem and you're, you have those tokens, you can, there's, you can go on OpenSea and use those tokens and utilize it and actually have a fundamental use case for those tokens, then you're good. And that's what she's saying needs to be done. There's no law or regulation that, that says that's what you're supposed to do. She she has her peers. Look her up. She's the one that's she's like very pro advocate for crypto. She says that's what these new cryptocurrencies they need protection. They need that. They need that. If you're offering some tokens initially to build your infrastructure, if they actually succeed and build a utility for that token, they're good. But if they don't, and they just keep promises, 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 your security because you're not building your your uh, ecosystem out. You're just trying to get more people to buy in, buy in. Low, increase the price and that's what kind of what happened back in the 2017 days right people were hyping up these projects and people were buying in and then they, no one no no utility was ever created and then they would crash rug pull them you know what i mean and, and that's that's what's going on right now there's no law in place to to solidify that okay and so also so wouldn't you think some projects that are utility based also have that right now some projects that might be unfinished there's a lot of them out there, and that's that's the that's why ninety percent of crypto is gonna be gone. Ninety nine percent of crypto is gonna be gone because of that fact, and that's why you gotta hope. Like XRP is good; they have their utility. They they're in the lawsuit right now. Once they beat the lawsuit, they're gonna be the only one with a court ruling saying they're good to go. What yeah. Ethereum had, Ethereum had that, but it wasn't on a court ruling. It was done by the regulators. The regulators literally said Ethereum is good, Bitcoin's good. XRP was next in line, but they said, oh, wait, you're not good. So if they get that clarity, those top three will be good. We got to worry about Binance. We got to worry regulation rise, even though they're exchange. I think they're obviously utility. But yeah, I think I think they're, they're BNB tokens. LCX is regulated, too, and I'm a big fan of LCX. I'm a big wow. proponent of LCX. They're regulated in Europe. They're good in Europe. 
they're the standard for the regulations for Europe. There's quant. We got to see what happens with quant. They have utility, supposedly. That's what they say. I mean, I I think they do. I'm good, Bill. I'm good. So it would. Oh. That's crazy. That Breaking is crazy. News. Embattled crypto lender Celsius. Oh, look, we, you guys swapped. <laughs> That's cool. Oh, yeah, we uh, did. Embattled crypto lender Celsius informed state regulars that it's filing for bankruptcy. I, that's what I was saying imminently. They yeah, kn- check their Twitter. They know they know what's coming. They know that they're going to go through some stuff. They're, they're, they're getting ready to open up their withdrawals, in my opinion. And they know that I'm pretty sure that people are going to take their money off or Wait, something it's recording? like that. Oh my goodness! I thought it was recording. I was telling you, I was like, I thought it was fail. I thought it was like the mail. It is. No, it is recording. Oh, <laughs> oh my! God. I was like trolling like thumbnail, like so, like you know the thumbnails be so dramatic. It'll be like this. <laughs> yeah. They're updated facts. What did Celsius announce? Look at this. This is crazy. We're in the stream. This is like this is crazy. We're reading this. Together. Oh yeah, they 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 listen right here. They tweet out chapter eleven. Oh wow! Okay. Okay, so it's not a chapter seven. No, okay. they're, they're, they're filing for bad. chapter eleven. Um, they're, they're saying, look, other companies filed for chapter eleven and they were fine. American Marvel, Airlines, Delta, and General Do Motors. Do not include Hertz, the airlines, bro. Marvel. No, no. Marvel. I'm like, Marvel. GM got bailed out by the government. They got no, bailed out by bro. the government. They got bailed out by the government. They got bailed out by the government. <laughs> no. Marvel is not, Marvel's funny, bro. Not like, Marvel like, got bought out by Disney. Like some, I love you guys. Like I have no problem. Again. I promise you, if that if ever become like anything in this space, do not come at me. I'm just saying, like just Marvel. Like who wrote this? Um, no offense, by the way. No offense. Right here. No. Most account activity will be paused until further note. They're getting ready for the bank run, the Celsius crypto oh. bank run. That's what I'm thinking. They're gonna get ready for that. They know that their market cap, everything is gonna shrink once they open up withdrawals, and they're gonna have no money to protect themselves. To pay back anything that they owe in regards of users. They pay back their debts, but now the users that like let's say you had like 17 Ethereum or 100 Ethereum on Celsius. Oh my goodness. They don't like we don't have a, enough Ethereum to sell uh give you we only have like six left, right? For you. Like everyone was selling, 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 and then they're like we're getting liquidated. We can't, Aaron, we can't give you your, your Ethereum. Uh, no, see, that's, um, well, I don't know. I don't know how that works, but in regards, because when your money is on the, the exchanges, that's not. That's why they say not your keys, not crypto. It's not there. It's not yours anymore. It's like when you go to a bank and you deposit cash in there. You're technically when you go and when you go and withdraw cash, it's someone else's cash. It's never your same cash. Obviously, we know that, but that's kind of like how it works if you're depositing your tokens into this centralized exchanges. Wait, hold um, up. Okay, so I have a question. Okay, so me and Mason were talking about this on Twitter. We were talking about withdrawal limits. I think he was talking about a whole different thing. I'm not sure it was Twitter or TikTok, but I remember he was talking about withdrawal limits. I think he was talking about was it Blockfire Voyager? It was Voyager, right? And I, I thought you were talking about Celsius. And no, so like, go ahead. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, um, you're good. Yeah, we were talking. Well, I so I made the statement that, and I think John, I think you saw it too, but um. I thought withdrawal limit, like initially, right? So you see trouble ahead, you put withdrawal limits. I, that seems like the worst possible thing you could do because if you tell everyone, oh, you can only withdraw a thousand dollars now. I mean, what do you think everyone's gonna do? That's a bank run. You know, they're gonna run for yep. the doors. So if it wasn't bad enough already, <laughs> now you're pretty much saying, hey, we are, we are like SOL, man. We are not yeah, doing good. Like, waving the flag. 
Yeah, that's pretty Come buy us out, please. Goldman Sachs. Oh, oh, Goldman Sam. Sachs, buy us Sam out. <laughs> Wait, so, so I'm wondering, okay, I'm wondering, okay, if you think about it like this, right, I think, obviously, like, I do agree with Mason, like, having a, a if, if, if you, if you, ha- you can avoid it, avoid it, right, but not financial advice, by the way, just our opinions, but, so you can avoid it, avoid it, but I do believe, you know, if you, if they do have withdrawal limits, because obviously if it was a free for all, it would be crazy. I, I don't think the website would be even be able to get up. Like it would be so crazy. So I think withdrawal limits maybe enforce less congestion on website like impact, and obviously maybe a little bit. But the, the main point I think the funds is I think also with the fact that they can probably bar users' funds because I think that's what they were doing when they got deposited funds. They borrowed users' funds and they put money into maybe venture capitalist groups or many more groups. And I think maybe they can do something with that money, maybe put it into some bonds and earn some money while people were drawing. So maybe they can, earn, I'm not sure if, that, if that's how it works, but if, if it does, if that is something, how it works, maybe they can put their money into something or maybe have, a, I, I don't actually, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't sound smart as, as, I, as I thought it would, Yeah, but hopefully they <laughs> no, can put right. their money into something. This man staring at me. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> put their money into something. No. I was like, okay, hold on. No, but I, I think maybe they could obviously maybe put their money into something to where Maybe they can make some money back to where even after they withdraw, they can pay maybe some venture capitalist groups that put money into them or people that, that way. Because I think it also helps them with just sustaining over a long term a period of where, OK, if we have let's say we, they regained all their funds back, which I assume they did. They got their state Ethereum back, all these things back. They can basically, OK, let's give some money back. And um, from their money on, let's borrow some money back. Let's put into something super safe. Like me, I know there are different options that still make you money today with the bad amount of money. There's no way you can't find a way to make money if you have that much funds. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I would sure. say, um, yeah. Oh, the token are short squeezed. Goodness. I've seen that. I've seen that. Is this $181 million market cap? Yep. Uh, what happened to your face? What happened? Your, your face is not there. Oh, never, never mind. I was looking at the other camera. <laughs> no, that's why. And this is the big news right here. Like, like Goldman Sachs is obviously this came out like a couple weeks ago. Oh, if they go bankrupt, Goldman Sachs is going to raise the two billion dollars to buy it. And today we found out that Celsius is going bankrupt. Let's see what happens over the next few weeks. Uh, if Goldman Sachs is going to take over and finally have their way into crypto and feed their wealthy, wealthy clients. Um, a place to buy crypto now the only thing i will say so there's a really uh there's this podcast i listen to called decent crypto um obviously listen to this one first but if you get time there's a (laughs) there's another one uh, let's go (laughs) that's not it it wasn't it's not too bad but the guys are talking about and i love this point um when when celsius goes bankrupt and all these other platforms but celsius right i think I might be flipping them, but Celsius's problem is they have so much staked ETH, right? And I mean, so yeah. now they go bankrupt. What kind of discount would they need to sell that staked ETH to for someone to buy? Because you need to find a big enough buyer. And maybe they did find Goldman Sachs, but they're not going to buy at full price because they don't have to. So are they going to get a 50% discount? Are they going to buy staked ETH for 60% discount? Because it's, I mean, it's already a cryptocurrency and it's locked up for... I would assume 40 more years until the merge hat, you know, so like, and then when the merge happens, is it, it's six months after that, you can't even sell your Ethereum to for. So yeah, that's kind of what I'm wondering is how much of a discount are they going to get? I don't know if you guys have any idea or what you think, but 
I'd assume pretty I steep. I don't. Yeah, it should be. I think it's pretty steep, too. I have no idea in that regard. I do I know heard... there's a lot of staked ETH on Celsius. It's like they're bread and butter, just like UST with Luna. Yeah. And I think, you know, um, it's like they're bread and my butter. fault, John. My no, fault, Greenberg. No, no, my, my fault. Um, apologies. Uh, I do think. I heard if I'm not sure if Goldman Sachs does buy them out for a certain price or like don't they get all their assets for a discount and yep. they basically resell it off and give it off to their clients and I'm like if they're fine for bankruptcy if we, we just seen because we just talked about it now do so our customer withdrawals even a thing anymore is that is that even going to happen Probably now? Not. and if that's not going to happen I mean if we're being honest they probably just pay the loans back so they can get out of their own problems so they don't have to deal with nothing right and right here wow, suggested deal would allow investors to snap up celsius assets on the cheap man this is this is very yeah it's very unfortunate people not but feel really bad it's just oh look the assets if acquired would be oh. not be managed by goldman sachs but by individuals involved in the fundraising process the report said the bank would act as a broker and not invest itself so I'm I'm assuming that the does that still imply they would take their assets or not? Uh, okay. So then Goldman Sachs would custody their assets. Is that how I'm? Is that essentially? Yeah. Reading? So uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Goldman Sachs would custody it and be the middleman. Wow. Okay. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so now banks have our crypto. Great. Yeah. That's awesome. Just this nigga, want. they want this. Toshi literally made a this platform. Is what they want. Where, get away from this. And we're going back. Yeah. This is what it's they want. It's kind of ironic. We're, like, the world's going to look different here in the next, you know, three to five years, 10 years. Uh, crypto is going to look completely different. Um, it's, just, it's, 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 it could be, depending on how you look at it, it could be very tough times um, for a lot of people. Um, depending on the research you do, depending on who you're like, like what content you're consuming, com- 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 depending on what you're doing in the space, it can be very tough or it could be a sign, uh, a place for excitement, right? You can be excited. You can be like, all right, well, this is going to, this is our time. This is the time to learn more, be ready for if Bitcoin or crypto overall bottoms out more and buy the dips. But the thing is, it's like, what dips are you buying? You know, like what dips are going to be the ones that can actually recover 90%, like it tanked 90%, what can recover? You know what I mean? So it's insane. Uh, it's crazy how like going down 90% is like you lose everything, but then like you want it, you need to go back like a thousand percent or something like that to to make back what you lost, you know, something like that. Well, someone did the math on, for me on that. I forgot how it was, but it was. it's kind of interesting um, to think about a token going down 80%, which a lot of these, most of these tokens are quant down 80%. Um, Bitcoin's down like what? 60%, I think. Yeah. You I know, think, like, if Bitcoin's down over 50%, it, your low cap is down. <laughs> yeah. 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 So <laughs> any, so yeah, I mean, this was great. You guys pushing over, but like hour 10, it was awesome. I want to do this again. Like any, any last things you guys want to say, anything you guys want to mention, anything you want to throw out there. I want thing. Okay. Talk, yeah. We got a question for both of you guys. Who do you think, after this bear market, if this is a bear market, if we last thought this, who do you think will, not saying winning, meaning there, there'll be a bunch of winners, but who do you think will be the main winners of the interoperability space? You have four big players right now. You have to pick two. Who do you think is going to win? Who are the four? What are your four? Quant, Quant Chainlink, Polkadot, Cosmos. Now, I would say one ah. thing. Cosmos, 
the token requirements kind of scare me a little bit. Me too. Like, that's why I got to turn me off on Cosmos. That's what turned me off on Cosmos. The, the token, like, I I think the founders talked about the tokenomics just being not really set up to where, like, it's not really, like, VC-oriented to where, like, either fiending over it, right? You can say that. It's weird for me. Like, okay, I asked you guys first. Obviously, now I'll get my answer. Solana. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 I think Solana is going to be the best crypto ever. And I'm just kidding. No, I don't. I, don't. I, hate, I hate Solana. I'm just kidding. I, 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 I think Quant for me is going to be the, the, the king or some people call it queen. Quant will be the, the standard for interoperability. I think Link is right underneath there. Um, that's like my two. I do like Cosmos. I just don't see Cosmos as a salivating investment uh, token for me. Um, and you said Polkadot. I like Polkadot. Yeah. I like their ecosystem. I, 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 I feel like was there purpose to help Ethereum scale and help Ethereum be more efficient? Um, or think, is it just another DAP that's just another ecosystem? Because uh, Ethereum two point comes out, Polkadot needs to, you know they don't really need it. You know, what I mean? <laughs> if that's their bread and butter, like oh we want to make Ethereum like Polygon. I feel bad for Polygon when Ethereum two point comes out. Polygon. Uh, I mean, Why Polygon I has Polygon. Well, they, they have roll-ups. They have you know? roll-ups. I mean, I don't know. I, I would say Polkadot is more just... They have a very unique system. Yeah, of like, I like their... Chain, uh, what is relay it? chain and parachain. Yeah. Parachains, there it is. Moonbeam and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then I, I would say I'm not sure scale. I, maybe maybe Polkadot has roll-ups. Maybe I don't know if Polkadot has any scaling solutions. Okay. But I would say, um, yeah, Polkadot is very unique in its own way. But yeah, um, going to Mason, Quant, how, how do you feel? Yeah. For me, sorry. Um, I'm now I'm excited to see what Quant can do. I, I feel like I've sounded like a bear this podcast, but I'm excited. <laughs> I really it's okay. No, no, it's totally... um, yeah, no, that that's my dark horse. That's like I'll I'll keep an eye on it. Um I gotta be honest with you, I don't know what's going on with polka dot. Like mm-hmm. I just don't feel like there's as much activity as I'd like to yeah. see with it. I don't like the relay chain as much. The auctions um, and stuff, like all that stuff. Yeah, that's just too much for me. I don't. I it, it, it's so crypto's already hard enough to get into as a developer, as a and I don't know. I as in you know just I don't. There's too much. I don't like Polkadot structure. I don't like yeah. their structure. Cosmos has its problems, which are evident. But I will say that like them stealing DYDX from Ethereum, um, and taking that derivatives you know platform over, um, stealing it from Ethereum, going to Cosmos. This is a hot take, but I think it's going to be a common trend to see some of these dApps moving to Cosmos. And I'm not saying Cosmos is the answer long term. I'm saying it's the answer right now because I think it's the only interoperability. It is. It's the only interoperability platform that's actually doing something right now. So whether that's the answer long term, I don't know. Um, And actually, I want to throw another one in. I like Avalanche. I like Avalanche. Um, I like their subnets. I think they kind of have the same problem with validators. I looked into Avalanche a good amount. Um, I love Avalanche. I just like, yeah, I love Avalanche. Everyone consensus. loves it. It's my favorite Everyone's layer. Like, one. Yeah. one of my favorite layer ones. Uh, yeah, like, it's no hate. This is the point. It's like never get. It's funny how it never gets hate. It's funny. No, it doesn't. But I don't think it gets much love. I think when you bring yeah. it up, people are like, "Yeah, Avalanche is solid," but I don't think it gets much love. So. Quant's my dark horse. Cosmos is the only interoperability platform that's doing something right now. Avalanche is interesting, but uh, it's kind of expensive for validators. And then um, Polkadot, 
I just don't like their architecture. I like Gavin Wood. Um, Smart I'll be guy. excited to see. I'll be excited to see how Dot goes. I mean, I wish the Me best. Me too. I want them to for succeed. that project. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wish the best for all these projects, yep. but it's like, you know, I I don't know the future, and I'm and uh, I actually believe it or not, this is a bit off topic. I've been uh, kind of looking into ICP a little bit. I think ICP is a little yeah. interesting. ICP is cool. Um, IOTA, ICP, like those type of tokens, like 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 people. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I guess that's not much of an interoperability thing, but more eh, Algorand, I mean, Algorand too, right? Yeah, I haven't looked into them as much, but the ICP thing, I like the whole decentralizing the internet yeah. structure. So, and you know, that's a topic for another day. But so yeah, I guess those are. Those are kind of my thoughts, but boy, their token has just gotten slaughtered. I mean, because oh, yeah. they heard I put a video on why it dropped ninety five percent plus. It was because they didn't have any vesting periods for most of their ninety nine percent. No, I know. Oh. And, and I'm not gonna lie, like obviously, I, I feel 99%. really bad. People. I feel bad, man, because like it looks like a rug pull, but it's really not. I mean, they're 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 dogs, and they they actually have a use case. But interoperability for me, I would say. I, I, I just don't. I feel like the if, if Chainlink can snag up Ethereum and CCIP, I'm sorry, it's gonna be very hard to like for like at least. I don't know. It depends. I, I feel like I'm not sure even Vitalik is with it yet. I, I've never. <laughs> I think he's made points about it, but he's never really talked too much on interoperability from what I see. Um, I think my my topic would be Chainlink, and I think Cosmos as well. I think Cosmos has a working product right now, and I think that's the one thing you talked about. Their product is working. It's actually out there right now. Yeah. They've actually came through on promises. It's just, I wish there's like a token like requirement. I wish so badly. Yeah. Because it, it's free to get into. I think they're very selective, obviously. You, you don't want like 30,000 30, blockchains in your ecosystem just full of just, you know, vaporware. But you definitely do want a, a block. It's free. There's no cost. And it saves. I think that's the reason why, you know, yeah. Pro and Luna went on it. It's very 80%. efficient. Cost efficient, but yeah, I would say I definitely would. I'm not sure if they can change it now. I know smart contract code once implemented, it's done with. You can't change that, but hopefully they can maybe add in an atom requirement as time goes on. I really hope at least like some part, so you can they can incentivize holders for holding. But um, yeah, I think Cosmos and seventy percent Bitcoin is down. Yeah, oh, and no, you're oh, right. Oh. Um, in regards. Like Cosmos needs to, you know, there's a lot of tokens that they need to change up what they need to do, uh, to you know, be fully effective and optimized, fulfill the, make everyone salivate towards it, right? And that's what you need, you know. It doesn't take one person to build a crypto to get it to a market cap that you want, right? Yeah, and like also, I think, I think like products going into interoperability again. It was I think something like Quant, like uh, like if Quant can go out there and actually like make plays. It's going to be very interesting to see what Quant does, you know, over time. You know, obviously they're closed source. They're not really, they're going against the, the, the fabric, I guess, with them being closed sourced and them understanding, you know, what coming with government compliance and many more things like that. But I would say is I definitely do want to see how Quant plays out and how they actually, because they have very nice tokenomics and their token can, not, not financial advice, because I don't want anyone thinking I'm saying something, but their token price definitely has something yeah. cultivated around if their product release is right, everything goes right, it can really go well. But yeah, I do think um last thing last one is polka dot as well. Uh polka dot, I would say I've talked about polka dot multiple times. I think their system is fine. I- I'm just really wondering about like 
if you see Polkadot and Cosmos, you see how Cosmos morally, it's cheaper, but they offer less as well a little bit. Not offering, but more just they offer it in the way that you have to have your independent, your own security model, your own security consensus, and many more things that come into play of where it's like, you're on your own, just interoperate, do this and that. And I think, I think that's fine. That's perfectly fine. I would say if there's pros and cons to both sides. I think Polkadot relying off the security, it's kind of just more of just, it might be safer for like a younger blockchain, especially with security issues. You know, you have a lot of things that come into that. You don't want anything to get exploited. And that's the good thing about the relay chain. But for bigger blockchains, their security is mostly sorted out for the most part, right? They don't have maybe a few younger ones for the most part, like projects like Ethereum or maybe projects that are worked on for a while. You know, they don't need the reliance off that. They want to be independent. So I think it's weird how it works, but I do believe in a weird way, I think all interoperability plays right now have their pros and cons. You know, I think one has one over each other, right? Cosmos, working product, easy, to, cheap, basically nothing to get into. It's very, it's very easy, to, not easy, but more just it's very compliant right now. I think Quant, good tokenomics, need a finished product. You have Chainlink, finished product, great project from what I see, but yeah, finished product as well. And you also have, um, what else about uh Polka dot, right? It's a polka dot. You're very reliant off the chain link. Chain link. Yeah, I, I, I like chain link. Yeah, no, I, I chain link. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, polka dot and the uh, polka dot, you're relying off the system. But yeah, so many more things like that. But yeah, I don't want to talk for too much. But yeah, I want to get the interoperability discussion in there. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, John. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you, John. Mason. <laughs> yeah, I mean, any last words, uh, Mason, before we, uh, anything for anyone listening that made it, you know, desired? Um, yeah, I know. Um, everyone just, I mean, if you're listening to this, you're taking the time to educate yourself. Take care of yourself. I mean, inflation's hard. I mean, I, I've made it obvious in a couple of videos of mine. Like, I'm a part-time college student. You know, I got student loans. I have I have these things. I'm a human. We're all human. Take care of yourself first. Crypto will be there. If you can't invest now, it'll be there in six months. It'll be there in a year. Um, so take care of yourself. Take some time to learn. Read some books. Check out some books if you can. And, uh, other than that, um, yeah, just, uh, <laughs> and that's all I got. Really, yeah. So that, 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 to, to piggyback off of that, it, that's true. Take care of yourself first. And that, that, that is very, um, beneficial, I guess you would say advice is <laughs> life advice, not financial advice. It's yeah, life yeah, advice, it's life. right? <laughs> so, so I will say like crypto is going to be here. I, I, I know that there's some people out there probably freaking out like, man, like, I got to pay this bill, but this crypto's at this price. Oh, it might go up. I got to buy it. And then they buy, they over leverage themselves and they buy that crypto and then it hurts their real life. I'm like, no, take care of yourself first. Take care of your real world problems first. Crypto is going to be there. We might not even, it's, it could still go lower. Like that's, that's the problem that, not the problem, but what, what, what we're looking at right now, Bitcoin can go down to 15 K, 14 K. If that happens, your favorite alt is dropping another 30, maybe 20%, whatever's left, right? It's going to drop even yeah. more. So that's why I, I would say take care of yourself first. Get yourself to the point where you're, in a sense, debt-free or on top of your debt, on top of your finances to where you can allocate funds. You want to be able to allocate funds. You want to have money left over to put into these investments rather than putting your money into these investments that can hurt you later because – you're not on, you know, I mean, you don't have your finances tied up, right? Like your T's crossed, your I's dotted. You want to make sure that's good. Obviously, all the books, they say to invest 10% of your income that you bring in into yourself, which I do agree with. And that's what you should do. But if you're 
in a massive amount of debt or you're in a lot of trouble, I feel like you got to get that sorted out first, right? Uh, what do you guys think before we go? Get yourself sorted out first. Um, wait, is, is, is the timer good and making sure? Because I know. Yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good. Okay. Um, I would say, you know, firstly, like, shout out to Mason on Twitter. He has a lot of great tweets. Man. Exactly. Yeah, he does. He yeah. does. Very Thanks. thoughtful, great tweets. You know, you should follow Mason and follow John as well. I'm going to link everything well. in the description. So, you guys, everyone. Both guys here in the podcast, very positive, good energy. That's the one you guys, both you guys very possess good energy. I, and I learn from you guys as well. Like, at times, I'll be negative and I'll just think, okay, let's look at their tweets. What are they talking about? Okay, maybe a little more positive. Maybe I have to change my perspective of being so negative at times, right? And so... I think, you know, um, going into a mental health is very important. And that's amazing that tweet about it. It's, it's, if your mind's not here, you, you can't do anything else. Yeah. Or you fish in a productive way that can positively impact your life. So, yeah, I think mental health comes first before anything in life. The investing, it's always, let's be honest, all of us know this. No matter what we say, no matter what content we make, it's always going to be here when we wake up in the morning, how our morals or how we think every day and how we take our day as time goes on. So, yeah, I think mental health is important and also, I think following these two guys on Twitter is important yeah, as well. Follow, follow Aaron them. too. <laughs> yeah, follow Aaron, man. Yeah. Follow no, everybody but... on TikTok, Twitter, everywhere. Yeah. I think we're all in the right place. Um, I'm very like, thankful to be to have met you guys in a world where 10 years ago this would never happen or 15 years ago because we wouldn't have the technology to do so, right? Because everyone we're so we're all in different areas of the of the US or the world, whatever. So very, very um, thankful to be able to have you guys on the podcast to help bring value to the listeners, to people in the crypto space, people who just want to have someone to listen to when it comes to this type of stuff, because it can get hard out there and get lonely and hard. Like, man, like, should I give up? Should I not invest anymore? Like, what's going on? Having people kind of reassure you, hey, we're all here together. You're not the you're not the only one. Go on Twitter. Go on TikTok. You'll see. Go on YouTube. You'll see. You're not the, you're not you won't be alone. So. I really appreciate you guys for hopping on and having this conversation. Um, I think we need more of this. We should definitely do this again sometime. Get some more people on here too. That'd be awesome. Kind of have like a little show or something like uh, party. Yeah, a little party. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, thank you for all the listeners that made it this far. Um, this is invested in life, Mason, and this is Crypto Aaron. You guys, I'll link everything in the description. You guys go follow, subscribe to their YouTube channels, follow them on Twitter, follow them on TikTok. And with that being said, we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. Thank you. Yeah.